What's that strain? Let's find out with Chris Ionson, Nova Cannabis store manager and educator. My good friend Chris Ionson of the Jasper Ave location Nova Cannabis is with me as always. Thanks for coming in, Chris. Thanks for having me, Dean. This is the uh, uh, this is the uh, audio video podcast that turned into audio only. <laughs> um, this is like uh, hopefully not becoming a theme. A couple of weeks ago, I lit the mic on fire, and then we were actually just recording this, and I dumped a glass of water on the table and um, may have shorted some stuff out so there's no video for this one anymore i'm i'm becoming a bit of a disaster artist <laughs> yeah at least we got the audio though at least we'll be able to tell you um about this wonderful strain that we are doing today Lestrata, which is a sativa dominant hybrid and uh, i love stories i love um, reasons why things are named, why they are, or the story behind it. We did Franco's Lemon Cheese, which is just an, an incredible backstory. Mm-hmm. And Lestrada is from Edison, and Edison names all of their strains after movies, which we're going to get to, and I love that. But let's talk about uh, Edison a little bit before we dive into Lestrada. Yeah, for sure. So uh, Edison is actually a recreational brand under uh, the Organogram umbrella. And so we'll talk about Organogram first Mm -hmm. here. Uh, So they were founded in 2013. Um, They first began as a medical uh, provider. Uh, And today they are uh, more focused on high quality indoor grown cannabis uh, for patients and for adult recreational consumers in Canada, Um, as well as uh, they're developing their international business partnerships to extend the company's global footprint. So um, globally, they're kind of getting their their toes, kind of mm-hmm. their paws in, in a, a bunch of different uh, facets globally here. Um, good on them. Uh, and underneath the organogram, they've got uh, four four brands, uh, recreational brands, uh, Edison. Um, we've got an Edison Reserve. Mm-hmm. Those are both uh, your standard rec lines. Um, Trailblazer is also in that mix too, and that's uh, they do a lot of the pre rolls that right. uh, we we've we've seen in stores for you know the last year and a half. They've always been there, so uh, very reliable for the Trailblazers, uh, as well as Anchor Organics, uh, which we'll be seeing uh, later in 2020. They uh, Edison, um, in particular, uh, and and uh, I find really. Uh, hammers out the pre-rolls i mean you can find them which is one of the best things about the first year and a half of legalization is consistency doesn't matter how good your product is if you can't get it out there yeah they never seem to have that problem and it's a good product i you know edison rio bravo is the first legal strain i bought uh and it's so it's special to me but once I bought it, I was like, oh, there's this one in Casablanca, and you see them all over the place. And, you know, for a consumer, that's great. For a store manager, that is like your ace in the hole almost. Yeah, it's big for, for a store manager. Uh, I remember the days where we had a shortage on, on cannabis, and uh, there was a few weeks where uh, all I got was uh, Trailblazer Prohibition, mm-hmm. the, the three-and-a-half-gram uh, pre-milled package or, or, the, or the pre-rolls, and that was all we had. Um so good on them for always being there for us. Uh, it, it is appreciated at the store level for sure. Um, and they're popular too. You know, pre-rolls, those, especially those half-grammers are 
really good for a lot of people that maybe don't want to or can't and maybe shouldn't smoke a, an entire one gram joint. Uh, those half gram uh, Edison pre-rolls out there, they can be really popular for a lot of people. I know a lot of friends love the half grams. Yeah, I see it on a on a daily basis here. People coming in, uh, you know, looking for them. Um, I've noticed the flicker sticks has, mm-hmm. has really taken off. I just sold out of them at my store. I, <laughs> I, I didn't think that I could because I had so many, but uh, those ones are really taken off too. Uh, I think too, the price point on the Trailblazer sure. pre-rolls too is, is really, uh, you know, appealing. It's uh, it's not too much for you know, mm-hmm. a nice half gram joint. Uh, now, Organogram, they have one of the lowest cultivation costs per gram in Canada. Tell us why that, why they have that. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, it really is. Yeah. So it's, it's primarily uh, due to their, like their high yields from their plants. Uh, but they're getting high yields from their plants due to their operational efficiencies, uh, which is driven by a uh, relentless culture of continuous improvement. Uh, but it's also due to the, the use of a unique and proprietary software system mm-hmm. uh, called Organigro. And uh, Organigro is pretty cool. It's, um, it is like uh, a bunch of data that gets collected. So every element of production is tracked on a proprietary in-house software system. Um, and with the inputs, they have um, they check the soil, nutrients, water, environmental conditions, uh, like wind, light, humidity, temperature. And they pair that against the yield and the lab results of, of what uh, those plants were actually growing and producing. Uh, and then they go back and they compare, they analyze the data. Uh, and then they figure out the most effective and uh, optimal environments for the plants to grow in. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, it really allows them to tailor uh, microclimates for you know best suited for specific genetics. So specific strains get certain temperatures yeah. and you know whatever uh, uh, you know watering process and soil and, yeah. and all that. Uh, they can really zero in on you know what makes Rio Bravo tick and boom. You hit yeah. it with that, where maybe Lestrade is a little bit different, for for example. Yeah, and, and, and it is. That's that's exactly how it is. So uh, it's just so cool that they're you know and and they're they're tracking all the batches too, so they can they can see oh you know batch X had uh, you know really uh, high terpene uh, concentration mm-hmm. and, and a great THC level for what they want for that strain. They'll make note of that and they'll try and go back to that in in the future grows uh, too. Fun experimenting uh, with with different strains and and that's what it is because. You know, not only does every person um, um, react differently to cannabis, but strains are also different as far as growing conditions. So yeah. uh, that's beautiful. Now, this all takes place in uh, Moncton, New Brunswick. I was there for a, a, a national hockey championship one time, uh, but Moncton um, is uh, becoming cannabis central for a few places, out east, uh, particularly in the Maritimes. Uh, so what do we know about uh, their facility in Moncton? Yeah, so uh, they've got the uh, Organogram Moncton campus uh, out there, and it's uh, it's located on a 14-acre campus in Moncton. Uh, and they've got about 800 staff working there, um, and actually Organogram employs uh, 1% of Moncton's population. Wow. That's pretty cool. Um, and uh, the facility has a current licensed target production capacity of 89,000 kilograms per year, so... Uh, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they're not up to that yet, but uh, that's, that's their goal. That's their goal. And we talk about pre rolls and them being around a lot. Oh, there's boy. a reason why. Yeah, yeah. So they have uh, the Wolf pre roll machine, uh, and it does uh, twenty five thousand pre rolls a day. Uh, there's a really cool video on their website. It shows it in action. Uh, 
And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I, I I feel like all the other LP should kind of maybe reach out to the whoever made the wolf and you know see if they can get their own. Like, because uh, yeah, definitely uh, with the stock and supply, their pre rolls are always available. They're always consistent. Uh, so the wolf machine is uh, is a winner. That is. Uh it's so cool. And you know what? Um, you know, we wonder how can they, uh, how can they get uh, so many pre-rolls always everywhere? Well, there's a reason when you see uh, the wolf in action. I mean, uh, it's, you know, I would love to be on the floor of, uh, of the facility and they're like, uh, we need a bunch of pre-rolls. And then you go into instant Pulp Fiction. You call him the wolf and then Harvey <laughs> Keitel shows up and the wolf machine kicks in. Like I, I, it'd be awesome if they had like that sound effect whenever they pumped up the, uh, the wolf machine. Cause that's what I think I might 25,000 pre-rolls per yeah. day. I mean, that's it's, nuts. it's, I, I was, I was looking at this on their website, which we'll get into in a second, but it's like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory for adults. You see the, the wolf spitting out all these pre-rolls on like a, uh, whatever a that, belt. uh, a conveyor belt. It's just, Man, it, 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 I would I would be like Veruca Salt or something like that because I would be so excited. So I, I think that's one of the coolest things, uh, aside from naming it after the movies, is the wolf spitting out 25,000 pre-rolls. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's cool to see it's two in action on the, on the website. It there, is. Like you said, uh, uh, there's a lot of real good videos on their website. They have this really kind of comprehensive tour of the facility where you kind of like start to finish and mm-hmm. it just kind of takes you through everything. Uh, really neat to see the... That facility too, uh, state of the art. Mm-hmm. Like they they cut no corners there. Everything looks very clean and very like uh, right. pharmaceutical grade uh, kind of cleanliness there. So uh, really neat to see. Awesome, and you know that's part of uh, you know the cannabis industry uh, that is employing a lot of people. One percent of uh, the, yeah. the 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 Moncton population is impressive. Now a mm. uh, little bit tougher to figure out the history uh, with Lestrada. Yeah, it is, uh, because uh, Lestrade is, is actually Acadia, uh, which is a proprietary strain to, to Edison. So um, the guys over at Edison kind of created this this strain uh, by crossbreeding. Uh, I'm sure crossbreeding is something that we're familiar with, right. but maybe kind of tweaking it, making it their own. Uh, so the, the lineage is not public knowledge. Um, now, Acadia is, um, when, when you pick up a Rio Bravo, you see Wabanaki. Mm-hmm. So that's, it's, it's, they, they created this strain. They called it Acadia and then they've named the, the, all the, everything after movies. Yeah. So, uh, Acadia is Lestrada. And like you said, it's proprietary. So there's not a whole lot of public knowledge. You know, people do a lot of guessing about yeah. what this is, but we yeah. don't know for sure. Yeah, totally. I, I, I tracked down some like Reddit threads, uh, you know, where people were saying that it's, uh, one guy had mentioned that he thought it was blue dream, uh, and people questioned him on that. And he said the, the, uh, cannabis NB staff, um, in New Brunswick, uh, yeah. their, their retail spots, uh, had mentioned it. Uh, a few of them had mentioned it and, uh, it said it was a rebranded blue dream or a cross blue dream. Um, like a phenotype maybe of blue yeah. dream or something. Yeah. Um, and I mean, to go with like you know the terpenes that that are in the strata, I mean it's it's similar. So I mean we this this person could be onto something, but but we don't know. Mm-hmm. That's ultimately that's Edison's uh, 
that's their their information. Uh, uh, but it's it's definitely a great sativa. It is for sure. Uh, the website, uh, by the way, and and you know, you feel free to reach out to them and ask them. Maybe maybe on the off chance they'll tell you. But edisoncannabis.co, Edison uh, as you mentioned, really interactive website, uh, videos, information. It's it's a it's a well put together website. You can uh, get all the stuff and the strain information on there. You know about about their strains and and how they do it is is really cool to find out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very easy to navigate too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely appreciate it. Uh, THC is seventeen point seven. How would you classify this? Uh, that's kind of like a, a mid to mid to high uh, level there, but it's kind of on the high end of the mid mid. THC range, um, definitely kind of an intermediate strain, I think, with okay. it being a sativa. Um, so a level two, you'd say? Level two sounds good to Not me. Not for yeah. beginners, yeah, okay. I don't think that you're going to want to start off with Lestrada. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, um, okay, when we when we talk about what's in a name, this is, this is going to be my favorite part about uh, this particular strain. Um, give us the background about Edison strains in general. Yeah, so all, all Edison strains are, are named after classic movies, um, and that's due to uh, Thomas Edison's contribution to the motion picture camera back in the day. Helping so, to invent the actual camera that we yeah, watch movies on. Yeah, totally. So I, I thought that was cool. I mean, you and I kind of figured out that it was movies, but we didn't quite yeah. uh, know the why. We just found that out here. Well, Th- Thomas Edison had his uh, hands in so many different things, and to, to name your brand after that yeah. is is so impressive and you know i i like i said i i'm a i'm a big western fan so i loved rio bravo and el dorado so that was easy casablanca's you know it's classic and uh some some very uh, famous actors in it um la Strada, i haven't seen yet but i'm going to later tonight like i am <laughs> literally going to pull off the rio bravo i'm going to have some la Strada while watching la Strada. and it's interesting um like they have some uh, like Lola Montez, I think is like a silent film, right? So that it's not just like, uh, uh it's not one genre. That's right. Yeah. And it's not like one era either. Right. Like you've got some silent movies and you've got some Westerns. Yeah. La Strada uh, is, is, uh, is named after a, uh, Federico F- uh, Fellini Italian drama. It, it came out in, I think 54, I thought we, th- we read, yeah. but it's weird. In 1957, it won the inaugural Oscar for Best Foreign Film. So the first award that they gave out for that, and, and this year, a foreign film won Best Picture at yeah. the Oscars in Parasite, Parasite right? Yeah. So mm. interesting there. Uh, this was a controversial film, and I can't wait to see it. It caused a brawl at the Venice <laughs> Film Festival when it debuted. Like the people that were so opposed and so loved it got into a brawl. The director suffered a nervous breakdown during filming. There were production delays. But if you look at a lot of top 10 lists around the world, it is on them. It is, uh, you know, fourth, third, some, you know, they, they consider it uh, beautiful. And in 1994, there was a remastered version financed by Martin Scorsese. Who says the film Lestrada helped inspire him with Taxi Driver and Raging Bull? So this wow. this film has some legs in in film history, and and I love that Edison is honoring it. Yeah, yeah. the uh, The plot of the the movie is oh, a little, yeah, it's bizarre, right? Eh? A little bizarre. Uh, it's about a mother that uh, sold her daughter to a strong man. Yeah. Who was Anthony Quinn? With, yeah, that's cool. A young Anthony yeah, Quinn, very much so. Uh, and then he takes her uh, uh, to perform and yeah, <laughs> kind of like, like the traveling circus, show yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, let me know how it is. I will. I will. <laughs> uh, if it inspired Scorsese to do Taxi Driver and Raging Bull, it's yeah. definitely uh, worth a worth a watch. Okay, uh, when we look at this, uh, it has uh, comes in a plastic tub, uh, which is recyclable. 
but the best feature is that um, the 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 cannabis is really preserved well because of the packaging. Yeah, it is. Uh, so they they've vac sealed the tub. So when you pop the lid off, there's still a, you got to peel off a, a vac seal, uh, as well as inside of all their one grams, three and a half, seven grams, fifteen gram packages, uh, they are doing a Edison branded hydro pack. Their own. Yeah. Yeah, Beautiful. so it's got the logo on it. Uh, They'll uh, get more business from me just knowing that. Yeah, all right. It's all their buds popping fresh that way. I mean, the spongy. The this stuff. It is spongy. You can squeeze it, yeah. and it, you know, the weed you don't want is the weed you don't need a grinder for that just busts up in your hand. This is definitely not it. This yeah, is spongy. You need a grinder for this. Yeah, <laughs> you need a grinder, and and and. This you you know when this was uh, this pack this one that I picked up you can tell when this was packaged yeah that's right it says on the package there it was packaged in uh, November sixteenth of, of last year so right. a couple, <laughs> a couple of yeah. months uh, sitting on the shelf there so uh, I'd say that's pretty fresh um, yeah it like it, like we said very squishy very yeah. like the the smell too I mean it's very terpy too it's very fr- it smells smells very fresh for sure yeah um, uh, light green. A lighter green, anyway, when you look at it, and you, you'd see how beautiful it was if I wouldn't have dumped water everywhere. But <laughs> the pistols just jump out at you, yeah, I find. Bright orange pistols, uh, light green, but it's a real vivid mm-hmm. color on the bud here. Uh, and they're dense nugs, too. Mm-hmm. Um, some good some good weight to them, uh, as well as the trichome coverage I like on it. It's, yep. you know, got a pretty good base. It's not covered in crystals, but... But it's noticeable. Yeah, it is noticeable. Yeah, so... Kudos on the looks for sure. Uh, yeah, the the orange and the green really really pop when you when you take a look at this. So, uh, kudos to that uh, terpene profile. Uh, what what are we looking at for the main ones? Yeah, so uh, top three: caryophylline, uh, uh, which is the black pepper spicy kind of flavor; uh, myrcene, which is that earthy can um, can be mangoes too. Myrcene is kind of inter- interesting one. Uh, and uh, humulene is uh, is the third in the top three, and that's kind of a hoppy uh, flavor. Uh, we should note, though, pinene and, and limonene are, are mentioned uh, in Lestrada, uh, too, so they kind of have, like, the five top ones. Um, but with that, I mean, those are all pretty good, uh, like, popular terpenes that are around. Uh, mm-hmm. does make for kind of a unique uh, flavor, and it's, it's pretty smooth, too, when you hit it. Well, and for, for, for people like me, I know that... Uh, uh, you guys are uh, strictly on the the rack market, but uh, there are some really good terpenes for people out there to do some research in. Uh, you know, for me, um, I'm a person who who uh, has some mental health and and anxiety, and you know, I look at mercy. That's a, that's a really good terpene uh, for people like myself. Uh, who deal with anxiety issues, uh, karyophylline uh, binds with the CB2 receptors. So uh, there's some good terpene research to be done out there for people that are looking for uh, cannabis, certain strains and things like that to help them with some of their ailments. Again, you guys are wreck, so mm-hmm. do not go into a store and, and ask them because unfortunately they can't uh, tell yeah. you, but there's a lot of research out there. So, um, you know, terpenes are, are not just, um, well, they do have a big impact on the, the smell Flavor and, and smell, things, yeah. but there, there's so much more to terpenes that we're learning about. Yeah, definitely. And there's there's a lot of like testing going mm-hmm. on right now too, a lot of clinical stuff uh, where they're trying to, you know, figure that out. Uh, I think it is important to note that uh, everyone is different. Everyone does react differently. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a terpene that might have effects for you might, sure. it might affect me differently too. Yeah, the um, mercine for some people is known as a big couch lock effect, but for other people, it, it actually gives a little bit of okay. an energy boost, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's all kind of depends on your biology. Um, so everyone is different. Everyone's unique. Um, but I mean, there's kind of generalizations that yeah. we kind of roll with that, you know, work for commu- conveying the information. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and everybody can form their own opinion on that. All right. Uh, what did you get uh, for desired effect when you... Uh, gave Lestrada a try. Yeah, uh, definitely an uplifting strain. Uh, puts me in a in a good mood. It's a mood enhancer. Um, it's also a pretty good like chill buzz, uh, which I, I like. Uh, like it's not. I, I, I find this some uplifting sativas that are like you know buzzy. Uh, I, I find sometimes I get a little anxious from it. Okay. Uh, I don't get that too much from Lestrada. I find it's pretty chill. Um, a relaxed awareness that you have, right? Like you, I you, like you know that's everything good, that's yeah. going on, but you're in a, like a chill mood, a yeah. relaxed mood. Yeah, and I still feel, you know, I've got the THC course in through yeah. my blood, and I still feel good, but it's, you know, it's in control. So wake and bake would be good. Yeah, this strain would be a good wake and bake strain for sure. For sure, it is, and I've I've wake and baked with yeah. Lestrade on on a day off there, and uh, it is nice, definitely. Social strain, yeah, um, good you know, the, good like. With the pals. Uh, 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 probably not as we mentioned for the new user, but a good stepping stone sta- strain. Somebody that has experienced uh, cannabis uh, with uh, you know smaller uh, THC levels and are ready to experience something new. This is a this is because it's not going to give you that heady anxiety. Yeah, uh, it's a really relaxed strain to take that next step with. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. That's uh, well said. All right, without uh, lighting the uh, mic on fire, I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Give this uh, a little taste and uh, tell tell me what you experience and, and what a lot of people get from this. Yeah, for sure. So uh, definitely sweet and fruity. Um, earthy too is kind of like th- those three. Um, and then there's hints of spice uh, that I found. So a little spice on the on the exhale, um, which is typically I, I find that with uh, strains higher in caryophyllum. Yeah, you, you don't get that um, an initial spice a uh, spice rush at the beginning i i found this is uh, definitely earthy a little tangy fruity yeah uh and then on the exhale you get hints of hints of spice as it goes but um definitely earthy is the thing that jumps out at you right yeah, away big time for sure uh but it's nice nice and smooth mm-hmm. too uh i felt like it, it goes down smooth it was uh nice on my throat too there was no no kind of tickle uh, i've had some strains where uh, maybe poor quality stuff where I'll, you know, smoke sure. it and it's, it gives me that tickle of that scratch. Um, didn't get this with Lestrada and haven't. And I've been smoking Lestrada for a year and a half. <laughs> it's been in my, in my repertoire. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely a good one worth, worth checking out. Yeah, for sure. Definitely worth putting in your rotation, um, especially with price point, uh, yeah. works out pretty good. Um, okay. So you can get Lestrada, uh, as we done it in a one, three and a half, seven, seven, uh, but yeah. also, uh, soon it'll be available in the, uh, the vape pa- section. Yeah, for sure. The, uh, PAX era, which is like a closed loop system, uh, uh, Lestrada will be in a pod there. So I'm, I'm excited about that. As soon as the eras come out on market, I'm going to be getting one, uh, as well as, um, they're going to put Lestrada into the, uh, disposable pens that, uh, okay. Edison's doing, uh, but they kind of got a really cool pen that uh, it's, it's unique to just Edison. It's the, uh, the feather, uh, and it's a, a brand of, uh, vape pens that have been around uh, in the States. Sure. Uh, really high quality, really slick looking. They got a nice little window and stuff where you can kind of see what you're working with, uh, I, I, I'd rather see. I'd rather know if my tank's, you know, half empty or half full. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm with you on that one. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so that'll be the Feather Vape Pens and the PAX Era Pods. 
yeah. uh, coming soon. You'll be able to get Lestrada in that. And that's good because a lot of people, you know, they have a favorite strain and uh, maybe they don't want to get a vape pen or spend the money on the cartridge unless it's their favorite strain. Maybe they don't want to experiment on a, you know, mm-hmm. $60 uh, cartridge. So, so that'll be good for people with their favorite strain. So you can get that. And lastly, uh, I want to just touch on something that uh, I, I'm glad that is uh, hit stores and that's Keef. Uh, so yeah. maybe can you explain to our listeners, first of all, what Keef is, and then we can get into, a, you know, what people might be using it for. Yeah, for sure. So Keef is like uh, the crystals from your from your cannabis. So um, a lot of people have like a, a four-piece grinder uh, where, you know, you'll have uh, at the bottom of your grinder, there'll be a, a little catch with a, with a screen. And um, that and there's the Keef. So it's the crystals. It's kind of like that's the, the THC. That's the fun stuff. That's what's, mm-hmm. you know, going to intoxicate you and uh, make you feel baked uh get you ripped and so yeah we we got uh just so far just one one company's doing keef uh it's canna farms mm-hmm. and they're uh they're calling it their bc keef mm-hmm. um the strains that they're saying that they, they used for it was pink kush and uh, girl scout cookies right so two pretty awesome strains uh the stuff that we got in came in at like it's like 33.3 percent thc yeah. so like with that, I mean, what 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 is good for um, sprinkling it on on a bowl? So I'll I'll pack a bowl with some some cannabis, uh, and the top layer I'll just sprinkle my keef on top of it. It just gives your bowl a little bit more kick, a little yeah. bit more oomph. I I, I I you put it in a joint as well. Yeah. Um, it's you know what I I did this weekend visiting friends, is I rolled a joint and halfway put some uh, keef in in the in the middle. And then roll a little bit more, and then put a little bit in the in the top. Not a lot, because you don't need a lot. Yeah. Uh, and it, I find it just gives a little boost. Yeah. It's just like you know, my friends definitely uh, they they enjoyed it because it's it's you know, it does give a boost. I, you know, I, I I've used it before in bowls, and then just my creativity was opened up. Uh, it was just it's really amazing. And and this is it is important that you can collect this yourself. Yeah. Um, and it's important that you can buy it as well. I mean, I don't collect it as fast or I go through it too fast. One of the two. Um, so you, you're selling them in one grams, one gram of Keef should go a long ways. Yeah, totally. You just need a little bit. You're right. Yeah. You're not going to smoke that all. Like you're not rolling sitting. a whole joint with Keef. No. Oh my God. <laughs> but, no, but you don't need, and, and it's like, you know, 25 bucks or something like that. That's yeah, around there. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's reasonably priced. So it's reasonably priced. You can check it out. If you want to get a little bit of a boost, I find a little bit of a kick, a little bit of something extra, Um, you know, like if you, if you have pink cush and then you put a little list in there, well, how good is that? Right. Yeah, totally. That would be, yeah. Pink cush, Keef on pink cush. Yeah. I, uh, at home I have, um, I've got a bunch of grinders, but, uh, I have this, uh, coffee grinder, um, that I use for, I guess, big jobs where I'm maybe edibles and things like that. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, that thing collects Keef like crazy it's it's nuts so uh, that's i i recently i had 30 grams of keef that's amazing yeah in a glass jar that was just over my it was probably a year of me smoking probably uh but i ended up turning it into edibles i yeah. made it into a tincture and we made some gummies out of it and uh, it was Would awesome been great yeah good really good effects from that keef yeah uh, the keef edibles so yeah just one more thing that is available if you're heading into uh, a retail store in your area uh we'll try to uh keep hitting on some of these things um you know you've got uh, tea bags and some other things that are uh, coming on the market or that are on the market and and you know maybe we'll uh, every episode we'll just uh, hit on something else that's out there for somebody other than just flour and capsules and i like that and oil yeah, because man the 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 world of recreational cannabis is really starting to open up 
It is. I feel like every every week there's something new yeah. uh, to order to get in. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be awesome. So I, I dig that idea, man. Let's do it. All right. Uh, so whatever strain we do next week, we'll also dive into something else that is available. This week we did Lestrada from Edison. Uh, you can check out Edis, edisoncannabis.co. Great website. This is a sativa dominant hybrid. And uh, named after a uh, Academy Award winning movie, yeah. so that I'm going to watch later on tonight. I can't <laughs> wait to enjoy this, Chris. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks so much, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dean.